Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 203. The sun's treasure. It's there in those moments when the world makes a rainbow. It's there in the moment of eclipse, in the moment of the storm. And he showed Shadow how to do the thing. This time, Shadow got it. Shadow's head ached and pounded, and his tongue tasted and felt like flypaper. He squinted at the glare of the daylight. He had fallen asleep with his head on the kitchen table. He was fully dressed, although he had at some point taken off his black tie. He walked downstairs to the mortuary and was relieved but unsurprised to see that John Doe was still on the embalming table. Shadow pried the empty bottle of Jameson gold from the corpse's rigor mortised fingers and threw it away. He could hear someone moving about in the house above. Mr. Wednesday was sitting at the kitchen table when Shadow went upstairs. He was eating leftover potato salad from a Tupperware container with a plastic spoon. He wore a dark gray suit, a white shirt, and a deep gray tie. The morning sun glittered on the silver tie pin in the shape of a tree. He smiled at Shadow when he saw him. Ah, Shadow, my boy, good to see you're up. I thought you were going to sleep forever. Mad Sweeney's dead, said Shadow. So I heard, said Wednesday. A great pity. Of course it will come to all of us in the end. He tugged on an imaginary rope somewhere on the level of his ear, and then jerked his neck to one side, tongue protruding, eyes bulging. As quick pantomimes went, it was disturbing, and then he let go of the rope and smiled his familiar grin. Would you like some potato salad? I would not. Shadow darted a look around the kitchen and cut into the hall, and out into the hall. Do you know where I- Ibis and Jackal are? Indeed I do. They are burying Mrs. Lila Goodchild, something that they would probably have liked your help in doing, but I asked them not to wake you. You have a long drive ahead of you. We're leaving. Within the hour. I should say goodbye. And that's our page. So, not a lot happens on this page, or at least not a whole lot worth discussing, but we push forward anyway. Shadow finally understands how to do the coin trick. Sweeney tells him that you can access the horde when a rainbow appears, during an eclipse, or in the moment of the storm. That's a big deal since we've been discussing the storm since, what, page 6, 7, 8, somewhere in there? So the moment of the storm, I think, is probably not just a literal rainstorm or a thunderstorm or anything else, but the storm between the gods that we're going through. It does give me pause to wonder, though, if the world of American gods wasn't in such turmoil, would it be more difficult for Shadow to access the Horde if he had need to? Rainbows are not common, exactly, but eclipses are even less so, and... This storm certainly seems like a -a once-in-a-lifetime sort of thing, so I wonder what it means for Shadow's future. And then there's the question of whether Shadow would even access the Horde. He's already turned down a cap full of coins because of how difficult it would be to turn them into cash, so perhaps he wouldn't access the Horde itself. But at the same time, he's got an extra-worldly access to the sort of pocket dimension of some kind, and thus is further involved in this world of gods and magic. And even just having that access and that knowledge, well, that ain't nothing. Shadow's first instinct is to check on Mad Sweeney's body, and I think that's telling. We're not given a whole lot of insight into Shadow's mood, except hungover, which I guess isn't so much a mood as it is a feeling. And I have to imagine he's still conflicted in his mind over everything. Seeing Sweeney's body might be a bit of grounding after, well, basically an evening talking to a corpse. And Wednesday's back, and eating cold potato salad. He's also wearing a dark suit instead of the melted ice cream color suit he was wearing in much of the previous scenes before this. Shadow informs Wednesday that Sweeney is dead, and Wednesday is neither surprised nor does he seem particularly sad about it. It's difficult to tell how he feels as well, because he goes all dust in the wind on Shadow, though, with a significantly more distressing image as he pretends to be hanged. 
Of course, Wednesday is a god of death and war, so this isn't particularly off-brand for him, I guess, but it's also a bit of foreshadowing and also mythological foreshadowing to what happened to Odin as well. Shadow wanders after Jackal and Ibis, and they're off burying Lila Goodchild. Shadow didn't go because Wednesday wanted to wanted him to have enough sleep to get driving done. Of course, in the past, Wednesday has done more driving than Shadow, and so I wonder what it'll be on the next page. But I think I know. I think it's going to be Wednesday driving. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page. And remember, only the gods are real. <laughs>